1: I have new theme music too, so don't, um, don't freak out when you hear it. Episode seven, the Carlos Whitaker podcast. Hey friends. Um, we are recording this podcast live on Instagram right now. This is just something that I decided to try to do. And, um, I uh, I decided to do this at 10:30 p.m., 90 minutes before my podcast comes out to the planet, uh, because I think it's important uh, that all of us have this conversation. I said that this is the Carlos Whitaker podcast is a converse is conversations for the Familia. and um, well, this is this is it, right? Um, so I am going to do that and that that's where we're going to go okay uh let's go um here here i sit in my basement at 10:30 p.m. after asking the insta familia for um gosh for I, let's see i'm trying i'm trying to find here how long i've been asking i guess for the last 90 minutes i said hey Kansas City insta familia Um, The question was precisely, um, I said, hold on. Oh, here we go. Love you, Kansas City, Insta Familia. I remember vividly the hours after Innocence was lost here in Nashville. Um, Oh, hold on. I'm I'm just double checking to make sure people can hear me. Um, Every once in a while, I see that people can't hear me. And um, luckily... Luckily, I can edit this out tomorrow when it comes out live on the podcast. Okay, my audio is fine. Just double checking. Okay, great. You can hear me. Love you, Kansas City Insta Familia. I remember vividly the hours after Innocence was lost here in Nashville. How are you right now? Kansas City only, please. Let me hear from you. And I've gotten hundreds, hundreds of um, of responses, hundreds. And I went on to share these responses. Um, and before I get into some of the other responses that I I got, I I want I I, w- I want to go back uh, so that Kansas City Instafamilia can know that I see them and that I understand uh, where they are. Um, I, I I need to let those in Kansas City understand that, like, like if you're waiting to like feel some semblance of like okay, um. I think I understand. It, you're just not. We're coming up to the year anniversary of the Covenant shooting uh, here in Nashville, and none of us. First of all, nothing's changed. Um, literally nothing. Uh, like things could have, but nothing's changed. Um, second of all, um, I. That that's frustrating, but when 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 I talk about how we feel about it, like. This is something that traumatizes an entire community. So just know that Kansas City, like this is a long haul thing. And just understand Kansas City that like tomorrow or the next day. And it's even faster now. What I've realized is that, you know, um, it's faster now how much faster people will um, just swipe past a news story of a shooting. Like, I mean, can I just be vulnerable with you for a second? Let me be vulnerable. This is just me me being authentic. Please don't cancel me. Um, But when the Lakewood Church shooting happened, when the Lakewood Lakewood Church shooting happened, and I was scrolling, I I remember scrolling through Twitter and being like, shooting happened at Lakewood. And I remember seeing like one person shot or something like that. And I remember thinking, oh, okay. And I just kind of kept scrolling. And not until... I don't know, like a day later, did I just like utterly get nauseous at the fact that what has happened in America to Republicans and Democrats, okay? This is not a left and a right thing. I'm telling you, it's not. I know way too many conservative, gun-owning, responsible gun gun owners that know that things need to change. Okay, so like, the, I, I, let's get that out at Jump Street, okay? There's Insta Familia on both sides of the aisle there. I've got, I'm am a. I'm a gun-owning, um i'm not super conservative i'm not all the way liberal i'm i'm right there you know what i'm saying um but just know that um i was shook that it became normal it became so normal that i was like oh someone walked into the largest mega church in america with a gun and uh i just scrolled by Wh- what like like legitimately where, where have we gotten to? Where have we gotten to? Um, does this make sense? Is anybody feeling what I'm feeling? I'm looking at the Instagram chat. Um, yeah. Well, this is beautiful. I saw somebody says again. None of this is news news sources, but Lindsay says Children's Mercy Hospital here in Kansas City has said all children who were injured will recover. Now, obviously, nobody can tell you that with 100% certainty that will happen, but we're, we're, we're glad to, to hear that. So, so th- there's, there's multiple issues here, and, and I don't want to get into the issues right now because this is more of like me just coming on to, I think, hopefully say what 90% of Americans are feeling. Can I be the 90% guy? Can I not be the 10% guy and the 10% guy? Can I not be the, just the loud ones on the left or the loud ones on the right? Can I be the guy that hopefully is talking for everybody? So, so again, you're, you're here, you're hearing this from what I believe is the 90% guy. Okay. I believe that we are numb. I believe that we're numb now. I believe that today is the anniversary of the Parkland shooting and I believe that um, six years after Parkland shooting happened, um, almost six years to the day, uh, mass shooting happened in a church. And I was like, huh. And then even when I saw shooting in Kansas City today at the Super Bowl parade, I thought, "Uh, maybe just a couple people got hit. I mean, like, you know, this happens all the time. I I remember when Columbine happened. And I remember... Uh, just being gutted for months—it's just not the case anymore. Um, so, all that being said, Kansas City, the Kansas City Instafamilia. Um, I want you to tell us how you're feeling. Now, um, a lot of a lot of your comments will be in the in in the in the chat, but I'm going to read some of the comments that. I've been getting in my DMs, which I've not shared yet, um and so let's do that. Let's just let, let's go here in Kansas City. Friends were injured, very traumatic. But the most disturbing to me is how casually my thirteen and eleven year olds accepted the news. They are desensitized. To your point, that's Christy Jean, um, and yeah, I, I I honestly think they're desensitized. My seventeen year old son um he came home from work and um i mentioned that there was a shooting and he's like oh how bad was it how bad was it that there it is how bad was it was the question that he asked me as opposed to being completely just shocked that it happened at all um we are, we're desensitized and, and we all, we all know it. We all do. Okay. Even the ones that are fighting for it, um, you know, Voices for Safer Tennessee is a, uh, bipartisan nonprofit organization here in, uh, Tennessee that is fighting for common sense gun laws. Uh, if you listen to the podcast a couple weeks ago, you know, uh, that I had, um, some incredible heroes, um, and survivors of the victims um, families um, on on the show and to hear um, them and then you know a representative from voices for safer for Tennessee on as well um, knowing that uh, that was the conversation for me that made me realize that this is this isn't a left or right thing right like when when a bullet goes like a bullet doesn't does it doesn't care who you voted for for president um, it's desensitized everybody and we're desensitized to it, and we have to, um, we have to fix it. We we can't continue. Uh, so hopefully, what 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 this podcast will do is allow our sensitivity to rise again, because there are insta-familia right now, currently that are in Kansas City that are dealing with this. And here's who they are. Ready? I'm going to give you some. Um, deeply saddened and angry, and hopeless that anything will change. Um my mom lost my mom's neighbor lost his sister today feeling hopeless for a change tonight um hopeless seems to be a word um yeah you got you guys do remember um like columbine um somebody said as i'm reading your comments right now we lived in colorado during columbine we very often compared evil things to that is as bad as Columbine, right or wrong, it became our yardstick then. Um, it's true. Now, now here's the thing. I'm seeing some people say mental health problems. Yes. I'm seeing some people say gun problems. Yes. It doesn't have to be one or the other. You know, two things can be right at the same time. Um, and so I, th- I think it's both. I think, yes, we've got a mental health problem in America. We, we've got a lot of things that are... Um, driving the mental health crisis in America. I think lo- there's a loneliness epidemic that is sweeping not only our country, but the planet. I think that th- these aren't, I'm, pu- I'm holding up my phone right now, aren't the the, the best things for um, community and us not being lonely. Um, I, th- I think that, you know, social media and phones have, have tricked us into believing that we're more connected, but we're actually more disconnected than we've ever been. Um I, th- I think that mental health is a gigantic, gigantic problem. I also think, and I'm, I am th- I, think I'm speaking for 90%. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like it's just the extremes. I don't believe this, that it's both the problems of mental health and access to firearms. I, I just, I think that it's both and I think it's okay. I, that's my opinion. Some of you may think it's just mental health. It's not a problem with guns. Some of you you might think it's just guns. It's not a problem with mental health. I. Think it's both, and I think we've got to tackle both, and I think there's a lot that can be done with both. Um. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I'm I'm not going to get into like the stats and all all the things because I'm not that guy. Um, remember, I'm just ninety percent American. That that's it. this is maybe I'll call this the ninety percent of Americans talk about. What Happened in Kansas City podcast episode because that's what I feel like where most of us are here. This show is sponsored by Better Help. I want to let you know that currently I'm in a new season of going to see my therapist. Um, I am... Living in the fullest season of my life where I'm feeling more emotions than I ever have in my entire life, right? So like my dad is dying of dementia. My parents have moved in across the street. My daughter just moved out of the house. My other daughter is getting married. My son just started driving. My business is doing things it's never done before. I am in desperate need of somebody else to listen. And guess what? I'm grateful that my therapist will do that. Now, not everybody can go see my therapist but there's a great opportunity that you have with BetterHelp.com to find yourself a therapist. If you're thinking about starting therapy, just give BetterHelp a try. Just All you have to do is give it a try. You see, it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Okay, You just fill out a brief questionnaire, and they actually match you with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists if you're not vibing with them. So that's actually really cool as well. Um, you can become your own soulmate. It's Valentine's Day season. You don't need somebody else, right? Uh, whether you're looking for one or not, visit betterhelp.com slash Hope today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash
0: Hope. Friends, I have a problem problem is my nose. Not the shape of my nose, but the fact that it works too well. I can smell things a mile away, good or bad. So thank God I found a brand new candle that I love from this incredible company called Notes Candles. Now listen, Notes has created a scent called Santel and Atlas Cedar that I burn every single day. It literally smells like I'm walking through a magical forest in New Zealand. Or I don't know why it's in New Zealand, but it smells like that. It smells so good. And here's the thing. Notes is actually solving another problem besides making my nose feel like it's in a good mood. They're solving the problem that the candle industry has that almost 2 billion candles are sold globally each year and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills. So... Notes has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel again and again and again. So you don't become part of the problem. They've got incredible scents. Some of them are oat and balsam berry, vanilla and pepperwood, pistachio and rosewater. So many. So this is what I want you to do. Be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality home fragrance by making the switch to Notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at Notes. Candle.com slash Carlos. Right now, Notes is giving listeners 15% off and free shipping when you buy a Notes starter kit using code Carlos. Just use code Carlos when placing your order. That's code Carlos at NotesCandle.com slash Carlos.
1: Um, okay, let's keep going. More Insta Familia in Kansas City. Um, hmm. Yeah, this is great. I'm not from Kansas City and I wasn't at the parade. Um, okay. You're breaking the rules. You answered in the box, but I'm reading your, your question anyway. Um, (laughs) My heart hurts for Kansas City. Thank you for letting them share their hearts and feelings. Can we take a moment and recognize and hold space for those brave people that acted quickly in their thinking and tackled one of the shooters and kept the shooter down until police were able? Absolutely. Um, grateful. Grateful. I actually think, um, I, I, I think I've got this here. Hang on. I can get my, I've got everything attached to my soundboard right now. So if, if you start hearing weird things, I apologize. but. um Tennessee, yeah. Here we go. Here, this, this right here is um, the man that tackled one of the shooters. I want you to hear what he had to say. Let's see, oh, you can't hear that.
2: Catch him, you know. Tackle him. What? One guy was hollering, saying, <laughs> "You know, stop him." J.R. Ch- catch him, you know. Tackle him, whatever. And he. This is
1: Paul Contreras. Just, Contreras.
2: Just bailing, running. And out of nowhere, I heard that guy hollering, so I'm just like, okay, well, I'm right here, and I just, I never think about it, it was just a reaction, I didn't hesitate, it was just, just do it. So I went to go tackle him, and another gentleman did the same thing, and as I'm tackling him, I see his weapon either fall out of his hand, or out of his sleeve, because he was wearing a long jacket, or like a Carhartt. So when I seen that hit the ground, I'm like, oh, you know, we gotta take this guy down, and so... Like I said, I did, and another good Samaritan did, and we held him down. And it seemed like forever, but it probably wasn't. It was like 30 seconds holding him down. And mm. me and the other gentleman hired that. Ongoers, you know, where's the cops? Where's, you know, get the cops over here. Get the cops over here. You know, we got him. One guy was hot.
1: So um, there is the hero, um, Paul Contreras round of applause for Paul. Uh, he didn't think he just did what, you know, I, I say, and I say all the time that, um, um, humans have a reflex of rescue and that that's it. Right. Paul tackled this man with, uh, somebody else right there. You you see the video it's everywhere. Um, and, um, yeah. And, and so two guys tackled the guy with the gun. Can I tell you what, what didn't happen before they tackled him? To, I, I guarantee you before that, they both tackled that guy. Let me tell you what didn't happen. What didn't happen was that Paul and the other gentleman stopped and said, hey, can you tell me um, what you believe about um, common sense gun laws? Uh, I, th- I think that before they tackled uh, the man, they didn't say, hey, can you let me know who you voted for for president in the last election? No. What happened? They had a reflex of rescue. There there was no conversation. They did what needed to be done. Now, why did they do that? Because right in front of them, they were witnessing tragedy. And that's what happens. But what's happened to all of us, all of us, 100% of us, is that we've witnessed tragedy so much that we've become so desensitized that as people are running by us, this is a... This is, uh, not literally biased, but um I'm speaking hypothetically when it comes to these situations we 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 don't see it as tragic anymore um now you know as i'm as i'm uh as I'm going through the comments now I, again, in Familia, familiar, I love you, I love all of you, and I'm seeing people saying it's the guns exclamation point absolutely I'm seeing people say it's a mental health issue absolutely um I, I'm just telling you that you know arguing in the in comment sections obviously is never going to you know convince anybody of anything um but but having conversations like I had with Voices for Safer for Tennessee um which I I really beg uh, all of you to go and and listen to that was um that that came out on the 25th of January um Katie Dykhouse um, shared her story of her beautiful daughter, and um, we had Aaron from Voices of Safer Tennessee that really unpacked specifically what, what can change from conservative perspectives and liberal perspectives. Uh, let's get back to um, let's get back to our, our friends in Kansas City back to what you are saying. Um, I think it's important. And again, this is just me. This is just me. Um, wanting to give you space, Kansas city. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of exhaustion I see in the comment section. Um, I mean, somebody, uh, this is crazy. I was really bothered to see how many stood filming with their phones with danger right in front of them. True. Um, Yeah. I'm an ICU nurse at Children's Mercy in Kansas City. Today was not shocking. Parades in previous years with no shootings felt lucky. lucky, And today felt hopelessly inevitable. That is from Allie. I think Allie may have been the one. uh, Yeah, one of the nurses who left a comment. This is Allie um, in on the Instagram post. Thank you, Allie. Thank you, all the ICU nurses, all the doctors, all the first responders. Uh, Thank you, everybody, um, for how hard you did to save so many lives. To be honest with you, I am shocked that as of right now, so many people were shot uh, and only one person uh, tragically has passed away. And I think we may have her name. Um, I don't want to. um, Again, I'm not a reporter. I'm not a news station. Um, Can we all thank Allie? at Allie U Daily in the comments right now. Um, thank her for her bravery and what she did today. Um, let me read some more from Kansas City Instafamilia, Familia. Um, urging other Kansas City locals to give blood. One small thing you can do. Um, got texts from parents of my fourth graders classmates. The kids are worried about their friends who were all at the parade. This is what our our kids, like I understand that like we have feelings, but like our kids have feelings. And one thing that I also would um, recommend is um, Sissy Golf has a lot of great resources on how to respond to your kids with mass shootings. Um, Raising Boys and Girls uh, is their Instagram. Uh, Go follow them for What I believe can be very helpful information because, you know, when stuff like this happens in Kansas city, this isn't just in Kansas city, right? Because of social media, like you're, all of our kids are going to know, um, no matter what city they live in. So this is stuff you're going to have to talk about it with them again. Um, I mean, here's one. We need people to not make snarky political comments on our posts as we grieve here. This is just a how to human thing. Okay. Um, if, if, if there's somebody from Kansas city that is talking about their experience, um, and they're traumatized by today's events, um, let, let them, um, work through their trauma, let them mourn, um, before this, this, again, just a how to human thing. Um, I'm just sick. My heart is breaking for the innocent people just wanting to celebrate. I was there. Um, Terrified, hopeless, lost for words. I was there. I heard the gunshots. Um, overwhelmed with the number of people I have to check in with, I'm frozen, reading all the news and updates obsessively. Um, so, Kansas City, uh, let me let me tell you what I'd like to do. Um, I'd like to pray for you. Um, I'd like to uh, pray very specifically um a prayer and then what i'm going to do is just for a few minutes i'm going to leave you with some of my um some of my thoughts um with this hold on my son is standing right in front of me do you need something oh, okay love you buddy lesai is going to bed everybody i'm live on instagram <laughs> he's got a little bit of what i had so um so let me uh yeah Let me, let let me pray. Uh, And then we'll end with a a couple more thoughts. Um, (laughs) Locia. I love that boy. Okay, here we go. Um, And and, and if you don't pray uh, again, I know that there's a lot of people with different faith um, in different faith spaces, different worldviews, different ideas of what God is, all those things. Um, Just to let you know, like um, I'm glad you're here. And if this makes you uncomfortable, Please don't be uncomfortable. Um, close your eyes, open your eyes, whatever you want. Sometimes, I mean, most of the time I pray with my eyes open. Um, but yeah, just kind of lean in, lean into this. And I'm glad you're here. Even if you don't pray, you can still pray. Um, I, I I believe in this crazy thing called Christianity and um, that I'm actually talking to um, this part of God called the Holy Spirit and Jesus and God. It can get really complicated. I don't want to get there, but that's who I'm talking to when I'm praying. So I just want to let you know, and this is how I do it. Ready? Okay, here we go. Um, God, uh, I pray very specifically right now. Uh, and I thank you that you are working in the midst of um, all of the pain and trauma and chaos. And so this is what I ask for. I ask very first and foremost uh, for the family of the one person that I know Um, has passed because of this tragedy. I pray that right now uh, you just lay upon their chest like a heavy blanket, uh, that you give them a peace that's not natural, uh, that as they can't catch their breath right now, you be the only semblance of oxygen to their lungs. And so we just pray uh, the blood of the cross and the power of the resurrection over their lives. We ask that you comfort them. I pray for all of those that have been wounded in this, will you um, touch their bodies uh, in every uh, wound, every um, infection, anything that happened because of this trauma. I pray that um, by the full work of the cross, um, you bring your kingdom order over their bodies and you begin a healing. Um, and, and, and Lord, that you, that you just heal them, heal them completely. And also, God, I pray uh, for those first responders and the people that were there at the event today, the kids that were there, the families that were there that are having a hard time going to sleep tonight. I pray that you give them peace as well. And I pray for the entire community of Kansas City. Um, I pray for all of them in this moment that I believe that you can deliver peace to them. I pray for um, our country at large. I pray uh, that we do not get desensitized to this. Lord, if there's any calluses of our hearts when it comes to any of this violence, I pray that you rip those calluses off. I pray that, that you rip them off so that we can feel every wind that comes by our heart, our call- uncalloused hearts now, uh, because you have removed those things so that we can speak for those that can't speak for themselves. Thank you. And we pray, amen. Um. So there you go. That's for you, Kansas City. Um. I love you guys. And I I just felt like, I felt like this is what we needed to do. I just, I, I, I just, I don't, I don't have any like points. I don't have any, um, wise words or these three pillar items can be the things that can, um, um, that are going to fix things. No, but I felt like we just needed to talk and I felt like I needed to record it. And so here's the thing tomorrow, this is going to be on my podcast. Um, share it. Share it, share it tomorrow with as many people as possible so that they know that there's people that aren't on the fringe extremes that are saying enough is enough and we've got to do something. There are evangelical Christians that own guns, a one, that are like, we've, this, this has to change and something has to change. I do not, I'm not an expert. I do not know what, what needs to change. Um, but I'm trying to surround myself with people on both sides of the aisle that do know what needs to change. And, you know, the more that make more sense to me, that's who I'm going to vote for. Um, so I, I, just, um, I just, I just love all of you and I appreciate all of you. Uh, and I'm grateful for all of you. There was one, there was one comment on my Instagram tonight that I think struck Struck a chord, right? Um, it was this last one, um, and it said, "Effing uh, frustrated that it reached our community." See what happens when it this is this is what happens when it reaches your community. Effing frustrated that it reached our community. This ends eventually, right? Does it? I think that's the question. This ends eventually, right? I sure hope so. Um, But we can't keep asking that without figuring something out. Again, I'm going to point everybody to Voices for a Safer Tennessee. Um, I feel like they have done the work. To at least try, Lord, somebody try, somebody try something. And this is an organization with people from both sides of the aisle that are like, okay, we're going to try something. M- I'd much rather somebody try something than people screaming that aren't trying anything. So here's an org. Uh, I'm actually going to put it in here. Um, voices. I'm going to. Actually, can somebody else do it for me in the comment section? Uh, can somebody link? Uh, Voices for Safer Tennessee um, In here I love you guys Uh, This will be out in an hour On my podcast So please uh, share it Because I really want um, I I just I really want more people That feel like we do Most of us feel uh, In this conversation Okay there it is Oh everyone y'all are going Voices the number four Safer TN Um Okay? Thank you. Make this podcast go freaking viral. I love you guys.
0: Um, Talk to you soon.